Welcome to Baba Education Institute. My name is Reverend Henry Kelly. Today, we're going to be covering in the New Testament using the, the NIV, NIV Bible, New International Version. And we're going to be doing Hebrews chapter 5, Hebrews chapter 6, Hebrews chapter 7 in certain areas. And starting with Hebrews chapter 5, where we'll be going in starting at verse 11. And it says, warning against falling away. Let's begin. We have much to say about this, but it is hard to make it clear to you because you no longer try to understand. In verse 12, in fact, though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you the elementary truth of God's word all over again. You need milk, not solid food. Verse 13, anyone who lives on milk, being still an infant, is not acquainted with the teaching about righteousness. Verse 14, but solid food is for the mature who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. Okay. That's pretty much self-explanatory there. You know, you need to stay in the word of God and read the Bible daily without fail and do what it says. If you don't stay in the Bible daily without fail, then you'll start failing. I'm just saying. Okay, let's go to Hebrews chapter 6. And we'll, we're going to be reading from verse 1 to verse 12. And here it is those who once have been enlightened. Therefore, let us move beyond the elementary teachings about Christ and be taken forward to maturity, not laying again the foundation of repentance from acts that lead to death and of faith in God instruction about the cleansing rites, the laying, is, laying on of hands, the resurrection of the dead and the eternal judgment, verse 3, and God permitting... We will do so. It, verse four. It is impossible for those who have once been enlightened, who have been who have tasted the heavenly gift, who have shared in the Holy Spirit. Verse five. Who have tasted the goodness of the Word of God and the powers of the coming age. Verse six. And who have fallen away to be brought back to repentance. To their loss, they are crucifying the Son of God all over again and subjecting Him to public disgrace. Verse 7, land that drinks in the rain, often falling on it, and that produces a crop useful to those for whom it is farmed receives the blessing of God. Verse 8, but land that produces thorns and thistles is worthless, and it is in danger of being cursed. In the end, it, it will be burned. Verse 9, even though we speak like this, dear friends, we are convinced of better things in your case, the things that have to do with salvation. Verse 10, God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and have the love you have shown him as you have helped his people and continue to help them. Verse 11, we want each of you to show the same diligence to the very end so that what you hope for may be fully realized, verse 12, we do not want you to, to become lazy, but to imitate those 
who through faith and patience inherit what has been promised. So you see, uh, this is very clear. It's just basically we must stay in God's word. And you got to figure back then, the, uh, they didn't have Bibles like we did. They only had pieces of like certain scriptures and stuff like that. And they would come in like parchment kind of rolled up, you know. And so they had to really get together and stuff. So we have it a lot better today when we have actual Bibles that has it all put together in just the right sequence and everything to make it easy for us. So they went through a lot to struggle and to to learn the Word of God and everything like that. So, yeah, we're blessed and without excuse. Of course, they were without excuse also, but even more so us. Okay, let's go to the last chapter, uh, Hebrews chapter 7. And uh, and we're going to go down to um, verse 11. And we'll be reading from verse 11 um, to verse 38. Okay, let's begin. And the topic here is Jesus like Melchizedek. If... And let me explain. A Melchizedek, you can read up in the uh, from verses one to ten, and it and it describes a um, a high priest, and it's very informative. But just for time's sake, we're going to start at verse eleven. Jesus, like Melchizedek, if perf if perfection could have been attained through the Levitical priesthood, and indeed the law given to the people established. That priesthood, why was there still need for another priest to come? One in the order of Melchizedek, not in the order of Aaron. Verse 12, for when the priesthood is changed, the law must be changed also. Verse 13, he of whom these things are said belong to a different tribe, and no one from the tribe has ever served at the altar. Verse 14, for it is clear that our Lord descended from Judah, and in regard to that tribe, Moses said nothing about priests, verse 15, and what we have said is even more clear, if another priest like Melchizedek, Melchizedek appears, verse, 18, uh, verse 16, one who has become a priest not on the basis of a regulation as to his ancestry, but on the basis of the power of an indestructible life. Verse 17, for it is declared, you are a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. Verse 18, the former regulation is set aside because it was weak and useless. Verse 19, for the law made nothing perfect and a better hope is introduced by which we draw near to God. Verse 20, and it is, and it was not without an oath. Others became priests without any oath. Verse 21, but he became a priest with an oath when God said to him, The Lord has sworn and will not change his mind. You are a priest. And talk about Jesus now. Because he brought in the new covenant. Verse 22. Because of this oath, Jesus has become the guarantor of a better covenant. Not there have been many of those priests since death prevented them from continuing in office. Verse 24. But because... Jesus lives forever. He has a permanent priesthood, permanent priesthood, verse 25. Therefore, he is able to save completely those who come to God, although, um, excuse me, 
excuse me, those who come to God through him, because he always lives to intercede for them. Verse 26, such a high priest truly meets our need, one who is holy, blameless, pure, set apart from sinners, exalted above the heavens. Verse 27, Un unlike the other high, high priests, he does not need to offer sacrifices day, day after day, f first for his own sins and then for the sins of the people. His sacrifice for their sins once, once for all when he offered him himself. Verse 28, for the law appoints a high priest men in all their weakness, but the oath which came from the law appointed the Son who has been made perfect forever. So it's talking about Jesus. See, before Jesus came, they were under the Old Covenant, which you can find in the Old Testament. But when Jesus came, he brought the new covenant which is now known as the new testament so and he he was the one-time sacrifice so that we don't have to do animal sacrifice and all that stuff anymore in fact we come by faith believing which is a good segment to tell you this is why we need christ because we've all broken god's moral law the ten commandments have you ever lied let's be honest have you ever stolen anything don't matter how much it was, you can borrow a paper clip, then bring it back, borrow a pen, then, pay it, then bring it back, whatever. That's, then, then you're guilty. Have you ever looked at another person with lust? According to Jesus, you already committed adultery in your heart. That's only three. We're already guilty. You know, if, if you're going to be serious about it and be completely and totally honest about it, we've all broken God's moral law, the Ten Commandments. Therefore, we're guilty and on our way to hell, needing a Savior, needing that bridge. Jesus is the bridge... Um, to our holy heavenly father to heaven so you have to go through Jesus to, to have salvation forever that means to have eternal life so what do we do you come with a sorrowful heart a contrite heart knowing that you've broken God's laws the Ten Commandments ask for mercy and forgiveness and the chance for the trust from yourself to Christ alone and it's a similar thing it's a similar thing to if you're in a plane is about to crash or it's going to crash and somebody gives you a parachute you got to grab that and hold it for dear life because it's going to save you from the jump to come Jesus saves you from the judgment to come so I would jump on that real quick if I were you let me give you a few scriptures. Acts chapter 17, verse 30, 31, the NIV. In the past, God overlooked such ignorance, but now he commands all people everywhere to repent. And John chapter 14, verse 6, Jesus saith unto him, that's King James Version, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. And I can give you the salvation scripture, Romans chapter 10, verses 9 through 10 and 13, the King James Version. If thou shalt confess with the mouth, thy mouth, the Lord Jesus, shall believe in the heart that God had risen from the dead, that shall be saved with the heart. Man believeth in the righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made of salvation. Those who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So the rest is up to you. I would get real serious about it. And remember, it's the daily walk. I'm going to give you some resources real quick and that is um 
Apologia Studios. You can find it on YouTube. Pastor Jeff Durbin is fantastic. And you can go on online to his website, ApologiaStudios.com. You can also listen to him on Apple Podcast. You'll learn a lot there. And they have a free, it's Dr. Bonson. Greg Bonson had, um, he's dead now, but he was a seminary professor, and so his family left all his recordings and everything of his teaching and everything, of all the classes and everything. They donated to Apologia Studios, and so they're sharing it for free. You can go online and, and, and you can literally get a free seminary education. It's amazing. Dr. Vody Bauckham on YouTube, very good. Uh, Living Waters with Ray Comfort is YouTube and is. Uh, website livingwaters.com Answers in Genesis with Ken Ham, Answers in Genesis.org Well Builders with David Barton WellBuilders.com Dr. Walter Martin WalterMartin.org And you can if, if you'd like to correspond with us uh, you can write to our email Bible Education Institute all lowercase at gmail.com So it's Bible Education Institute at gmail.com And we have a website it's all lowercase, bible-education-institute.webnode, W-E-B-N-O-D-E.com. You can find us on a platform, YouTube. It's Bible Education Institute of Reverend Henry Kelly. And it's, uh, so it's YouTube and Rumble for the audio. Oh, I mean, for the video, which is still audio also. And then on the audio platforms... Uh, podcasting, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Amazon Music, Overcast, Chrome, G Potter, Firefox, Firefox, Safari, iTunes, Audible, Alexa, Google, Podbeans, Internet Explorer, Facebook, a Podcast Addict, and others. So till next, till next, I remember. Go to God now and ask for forgiveness and his mercy. And then from that, that day forward, start reading your Bible daily without fail and do what it says. And when you fail, you ask God for forgiveness and, and for the strength to continue and you continue. Until next time. <laughs>